Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Bullnock Sports Show. I'm CJ Hawk, joined by co-host, the amazingly talented, diehard fan of the Chicago Bulls, and diehard fan of the Chicago Red Stars, DJ Benny the Bull. Hello mates, how's everyone doing? How are you doing, CJ? I am doing excellent. Yesterday was the first day that I've been able to hang out with a friend in person since the lockdown in March. Don't worry, we took up we took up took on all the necessary precautions, wore masks, stayed a safe distance. And cuz I hang out with uh, my friend Natalia, we got ice cream and stuff. So Natalia. Yeah, we went to Hole in the Wall in Oak Park, which is my favorite ice cream place in the Chicago area. Oh, I gotta stop by there. Sounds very good. good. And Natalia, is she just like a health nut, or is she more? Or <laughs> I believe you mentioned before that she's a vegan or vegetarian. She's vegetarian. Yeah. Is that correct? So, so how in God's green earth did you? Managed to get ice cream that was, I guess, for that. I mean, I guess it doesn't count no, because uh, it's just... I'll it's, stop you right there. Not, um, vegan, she, right? She's not vegan, so she can have normal things just like right, a normal right. person. If she was vegan, so not, yeah. that was a different story. But right. my sister Erin, she's vegetarian, so she's told oh, me... She was vegan. <laughs> told me how it works, the differences between vegetarian and vegan, so... That's my knowledge of it. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're vegetarian, yeah, you still yeah. can have dairy products. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah that's right. If she was yeah. vegan, no, then no. I don't think she was the vegan side. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, she can't be vegan because she works at an ice cream place. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about Nat and Natalia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Is that the one she does or is that... No, she's at Jenny's at Oak Park. Or not, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean Oak Brook. Oakbrook. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's two spots we should visit. Um, okay, again, when this is all over. Yeah. Okay, moving on to uh-huh. the sports. Yeah. Up first, we have courtesy of Yahoo Sports, which has become a regular source for us. Yahoo Sports is twenty-five under twenty-five athletes. Starting with numbers 25 through 21. So this list is counted down. So it's in descending order all the way leading up to the big one. And this is by Yahoo Sports staff. So even though it's supposed to be objective, um, you know, we see that there was some subjectivity in here so and there are 25 athletes on the list there are some that i know a lot about some that dj benny the bull know a lot about and the first one on this list number 25 i'm going to hand to dj benny the bull because he knows a lot about this man all right so i've seen him live multiple times most recently uh months ago when they, he faced the Bulls, in which he called, in 
upset by Zach Levine and many others of the C-Red team. So, I mean, this list is, you know, it'll have MVPs, All-Stars, gold medalists, champions, as the intro says. And Yahoo Sports staff voted on a basic question. Which under-25 athletes are we most excited to see once sports come back? Countless ways to answer the question. Star power comes in many forms, and this is how the staff saw it shaking out. And up first, number 25, is Carl Anthony Towns. And each day, they rank five at a time. And Towns was the very first to make it. I'd say this is very deserving. And some of the stats that say why is he's a powerhouse as Towns averages 26.5 points, 10.8 rebounds, as well as 4.4 assists per game. And he could be one of the 25 best players in the game if he never got a lick better. And this goes over his rookie season, how he, you know, became a monster on the court. You know, a big man with perimeter skills who could keep up with the pace of the modern NBA. While his peers have worked to keep up, Towns have leaned in, shooting 7.93s per game at a 41% clip this season. He's also one of the most efficient and versatile post players in the NBA. With a slippery first step, moves on moves on the block, and an ability to finish with both hands. It feels like Towns has spent his career at a crossroads talented enough to fill the stat sheet, but gun-shy about really getting into the muck of the game, namely on defense. I would agree with that, uh, which is why how the Bulls got the slight edge on the T-Bulls that night. He's seen as passive, sometimes soft, a label he's literally started to fight. And he is, well, as we go down this list, we'll reveal the age also. So, I mean, at 24 years old, he's right around the age to realize the little things need to be taken seriously. Throwing a few years of lag time for playing in organizations, such as with the T-Bulls. Um, his footwork and Dexterity, ever so apparent on offense, chasing guards down in the paint. Good good news is that he is indeed doing the hard things more. The issue is consistency. Towns dominates and fits and sparks. Operating cruise control, he's a talented black hole at the height of the powers. His powers, he could be transcendent, which is very very likable. Yep. He is very likable, too, so that definitely uh, adds to, you know, who he is. And he is very deserving of being in this top 25. Up next would be more in CJ Hawk's wheelhouse. So go for it, CJ. The next guy on this list, fun fact... He is related to former mobster 
Tony Accardo. And it is... Accardo? Yeah, Tony Accardo, one of the most feared mobsters of all time. Oh, my. And that is Joey Bosa. He attended the Ohio State University. He was drafted third overall to the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. And Mm -hmm. Bosa had a great rookie year, 10 and a half sacks. And he's probably one of their best defensive players they've had in a long time. And now Joey Bosa, in my opinion, is the face of the Los Angeles Chargers with longtime quarterback Phillip Rivers heading and taking his talents to the Colts. Now it is Joey Bosa, his team. There's also some other guys in the team that are also good too. But I think Joey Bosa is best on the Chargers. Also, he's won some awards, and his brother, Nick Bosa, is also really good. He was a really good rookie last season. So both Joey Bosa and Nick Bosa can probably become even better down the line. Both attended the Ohio State. And also, both play for a California team, Chargers and 49ers, respectively. Alrighty. Yeah, most of these first three ones are more of uh, what you're a fan of. So yeah. I'll introduce this next one. Yeah, um, you could explain this next okay. person better. Up next is Bianca Andreshu, number 23. She is a beast out there on the tennis court. So CJ... Take it away. Yeah, Bianca Andrescu, she's from Canada. She has won a Grand Slam final when she beat Serena Williams. And Bianca Andrescu, only 19 years old. She's very young, but she has a lot of promise. She's looked good so far. And I'm a big fan of Bianca Andreescu, especially since there's a lot of good tennis players from Canada right now. A lot of young, good tennis players from Canada. And fun fact, we talked a lot about Bianca Andreescu a couple episodes ago. So if you want to know a lot more about her, tune into that episode. And for clarification, for clarification, I believe that that episode was, let's see, let's see. 19, ironically. Yes. 20. It was an episode, no, I think it was 18. Oh, yeah. Or I don't know. 18 and 19, probably. Yeah, it was 18. So episode 18, Bulldog Sports Show, if you want to know a lot more about Bianca Andrescu, because we talked about her interview. We talked about her interview on the Tennis Legends podcast, which was really cool. So, Bianca, I'm really excited for what she can accomplish in the future. And moving on. At number 22 is Joe Burrow. He is, I don't know too much about him. I guess I'll um, take over. 
yeah, he's also a former Ohio, well, he's a former Ohio State transfer. Left LSU only after losing the spring battle against Dwayne Haskins in college football. Go, go right ahead. Yeah, Joe Burrow, he was from Athens, Ohio, and he was wanted to go to Nebraska. He wanted to go to Nebraska, but couldn't go. So then he got to Ohio State, and while Ohio State, he was there. Wasn't that explosive? He was just like a regular quarterback. And then he transferred to LSU and immediately caught fire with his seasons. He played two seasons in LSU, Baton Rouge, and he got them the national championship last season, which was a huge big de- big deal for the Tigers, and also won Heisman too. And now he's with the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. I liked learning a lot about him because I'm a fan of the Paul Feinbaum show, which is a college football show, and they talked a lot about Joe Burrow, especially since Paul Feinbaum is a master of the SEC, so SEC football. So he talked a lot about Joe Burrow, and that was really cool. I'm excited for him. He's a guy in this list that he had a lot of success in college, but hasn't had success yet in NFL because he hasn't played a game yet. So we'll see how he looks once the games start happening, hopefully soon. And he's a recent draft pick, is that correct? Brand new, just this year. Yeah, I I remember hearing about him. Yeah, number Uh, one pick. weeks ago. Yeah, he was number one overall. Yeah, I remember that week, I was, uh, Will and Grace was going on in their farewell uh, season, and uh, NFL draft was going on at the same time, so that was a a good week. and at only 23 years old, he is on his way to awesomeness. And I believe you will be most fitting to take this next one. It's not like we are, um, you know, this is not like the other list that we've done. Though um, I'm sure who could do this better than you at number 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ronald. Let's just give it all to CJ. Yeah, Ronald. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ro- yeah. Yep, Ronald Jr. Yeah, Ronald Cunha Jr. He's a star for the Atlanta Braves. He's awesome. He's only 22. And Ronald Cunha Jr. won Rookie of the Year in 2018 for the Braves. And he's from the Dominican Republic. He's he's helped the Braves make the playoffs back-to-back seasons, even though they lost both. The Braves are getting better. They have some good young pitching, too. They have some other players that I think could have warranted a spot in the list. Like, for example, Mike Soroka, who's a great pitcher for them. But I'm not sure if he is 25. He might be 25, so I'm not sure exactly. I know he's young, but nope. Ronald Cooney Jr., great. Had a great season. Looking really good. Greatly improving. His one issue, he strikes out kind of a lot. That's one issue, but he's a power hitter and a speed kind of guy, and he's an outfielder. So let's see. It keeps improving. I'm impressed what he's done so far. And there is this button at the end of the number 21 says, who should be ranked higher? And they choose the Ronald Cunha, Joe Burrow, Bianca, Joey Bosa, or Carl Faye Towns, and you have to vote. 
and I voted that Ronald Kuna was ranked too low. I think he should be ranked higher. I would have him at least the top 10. I think he's ranked too low, personally. Yep. All right. I think he's of the... He's the only one on this list I would say is, I think, ranked too low. I'm perfectly fine if the other one's on here, their list. Well, you know what? With that, um, Yahoo Sports also did a poll below below this, and many fans would agree. They voted for Acuna Jr. to to be ranked higher. Yeah, I just just talked about that poll. At 41% or so. Yeah, that's who I voted for. And the baseball outfitter is 22 years old, and he is of Venezuelan descent. Or, uh, yeah, he is Venezuelan, which is uh, South Americans. Really cool. This list is actually very diverse. Yeah. And that brings us to... The next portion, which is at number 20, is Christian Polisic. I'll take this one. Yeah, I have no idea. So Polisic, he is one of the members, uh, probably the best player, um, captain of the U.S. men's national team. Uh, This is in soccer. He plays as a winger. Or also an attacking midfielder for Premier League, Kelsey. So, CJ, you might have seen them, though I know you root for, uh, you probably don't watch much of uh, Chelsea matches because you're a Manchester uh, City. Or Manchester United, two different things. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, you'll probably watch uh, Sanford with uh, Chelsea uh, (laughs) (laughs) FC, the, the women's side. Rather than uh, than the men's side, so yeah, Polisic is actually his name might sound very you know oh he might be from uh, different they might be foreign you know he, though um, yeah of course he represents the U.S. national team so he was actually born in Hershey Pennsylvania and uh, he is of Croatian descent and he's actually only twenty one years old. Um, yeah, though his current team in the Premier League being Chelsea, um, he continues to play since 2016 on for the United States on the national team. And um, just a quick rundown of his style of play. His low centers of gravity allows him to dribble at high speeds, which makes it very appealing for this list. And... Since the 2018-19 season, he was most often deployed on the wing for dirt mound. And this has continued at Chelsea, the English team that he is in. His adept weak foot skills allow him to play on either side of the field, which is very, very good. And because of his style of play, Polisic is often subjected to fouls by opponents. George Dorman, in 2017, for Bleacher Report, once wrote, after decades of thirsting for a player who could be considered truly world-class, Americans now finally 
finally have a player capable of making an indelible mark on the world's game. Blisic achieved several Bundesliga and Dortmund records. He is the youngest non-German to score in the league, the youngest player to score two Bundesliga goals, and is the youngest player to appear and score for Dortmund, Dortmund in the UEFA Champions League. So, Belisic's grandfather was born in Croatia, island of Oli. So that's how he obtained Croatian citizenship after moving to Germany. So he, you know, again, through like work visas and he was able to be there and for Bundesliga, which we've been starting to cover here, the only major, if not um, only soccer league, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, world um, fans from around the world that is going on right now. So that's right, um, I believe. Very interesting that Polisic is on there. And um, outside of soccer, Polisic is actually a fan of the New York Jets, the Rangers, and 76ers. So, yeah, uh, rooting for himself and um, good person with that and uh, very loyal. So, yeah, he's been in the league and a few other things on him, um, which, I mean, I believe he should be ranked a little higher as well. Um, injuries limited him. Um, the, the U.S. frontman to just 20 Bundesliga appearances and four goals last season. That didn't stop Kelsey from dropping $73 million, almost four times the previous high for a U.S. men's national team player for his services in early 2019. So that speaks a lot about the value that he um, has that they invested in him that much um, during that time. Uh, and whatever English soccer returns, whenever it does, there's no doubt about police. what police could do. Do you have something to add? No, uh, I don't have any. Oh. All right, up next at number 19 is Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs which will make me believe that CJ has this one. Yes, I do. And Austin Matthews, he is a superstar for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Top five player, in my opinion, least top 10 in all of NHL. And Austin Matthews, great goal scorer. He can score tons of goals. He it's another guy on a team that has not had playoff success in forever. The Maple Leafs always have struggle. They made the playoffs a lot recently, but they always lose in the first round. And their nemesis is the Boston Bruins. They can never beat. At least recently, at least they can't beat the Boston Bruins. But Austin Matthews, he's a great player himself, and. Hopefully, he can get the Maple Leafs to at least win a playoff series soon. Because I know that country is waiting to have another Stanley Cup victory. Because hockey and Canada, very big. But Austin Matthews, very good. Really young. I don't think he's... He's only like 21 or 22. So, he's still there. I got you on that. He's young. Ice hockey. The ice hockey center is 22. Yeah. 
Well, it says here his salary is seven hundred k. So yeah, that's right. Low. <laughs> he he well he hasn't he's still on his like rookie contract. He hasn't got to like his big paycheck oh, yet. Yeah, I was about to say this is like NFL like. They get like oh no, a lot more gets even though they're rookies. You can make millions in NHL, but NHL is lesser paying than, than some of them. That's crazy. I believe they go through a little bit more. I think uh, like basketball is like one of the most paying NBA. What's the reserve? Yeah. Okay, that's it for Austin Matthews. Next at number 18 is Juan Soto. I guess I'll take this one. Yeah, you can take this one too. <laughs> <laughs> so Juan Soto, he excellent, interesting fact. I had him on my last year's Yahoo Sports Fantasy League. He was on my team, and he had an excellent year. He helped me get all the way to finish third place out of the twelve teams in the league. So I was really happy. Juan Soto. Now he's going to be. Known in Washington Nationals lore as helping them win their first playoff series, first NLCS championship, and first World Series all in the same season. Because the Washington Nationals were known as playoff chokers, playoff losers. They could never win a playoff game. Well, that's not true. They could win a playoff game, but they cannot win a playoff season uh, series. They would, for example... They were almost beat the Cardinals in 2012. They choked. They choked against the Cubs. Choked against the Dodgers. The only time they made the playoffs where they did not choke was against the Giants. They weren't as good. But a lot of the other ones, they choked. And Juan Soto hit that home run against Justin Verlander to put his name into Nationals lore. He's really young. He's even younger than some of the other people on this list. He's only 20, I believe, I don't, or 21. He's 21. and Yes, he, he is 21 years of age. And yeah, Juan uh, Soto. He was born in the Dominican, Dominican Republic yep. as well. Dominican Republic. And he, his nickname is actually Childish Bambino. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's Anything it. For, um, no, that's it. Soto. That's it for Juan Soto. Just keep an eye yeah. out on him. Yeah, yeah. He uh, that's one of his last names. So it's like he has a second last name. So it's like Juan, and he has a like middle name Juan Soto Pacheco. So he chose to use um, the first one in the MLB. Mm. And that comes with the you know the culture. So up next on this very list is Jason Tatum. I'll take this one. So of course, there's many of young players included, um, you know, in the Celtics and uh, just overall in the NBA right now. Um, you know, you could say young teams in, you know, the Celtics, or you could talk about the Bulls, though. Um, this Boston Celtics board is near the top of that list. And at six foot eight, his guard skills are rare. And his offensive 
repertoire has been compared to those of Kobe, as well as T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. And here it mentions, you know, that his worth at work ethic and numbers in all major statistical categories have been proved in each of his first three seasons. He was named an all-star reserve at 21 this season, averaging 23.6 points, 7.1 rebounds, and 1.4 steals. Solid numbers. Don't burst out the page because he has yet to have his own team. Kyrie Irving in the past and Kemba Walker, who uh, currently holds that role with the Celtics. His teammates... I myself saw Kemba Walker at um, Water Tower Place during All-Star Weekend, so, you know, get to know even more about, you know, how the Celtics are at this moment. And, uh, you know, but in all likelihood, it's going to be Tatum's team, as they claim, in a short time, and everyone seems to know it. It appears that, so, he was part of the 2017 NBA draft, and... They're saying they're memorable as the year that Tatum fell to Boston at number three. Barely outplayed by Orlando Magic guard, or he outplayed, outplayed Magic guard Markel Fultz and New Orleans Pelicans guard Lonzo Ball, who were draft, both drafted before him. Celtics have long history of star talent, of course, in like Larry Bird and Paul Pierce, 22 retired jerseys hanging in the Raptors, so that proves it. And no Celtics player in the last four decades. Hey, friends. We're back here on the Bullhawk Sports Show. We just finished talking about Boston Celtics star Jason Tatum. And now we're moving on to number 16 on this list, Deshaun. Watson. Derek Deshaun Watson, that is. <laughs> as he use, utilizes his middle name in the NFL. Uh, I've never called him that. I've never heard anyone use that, so I'm just going to say Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, that's cool. I'm just putting that in there. And originally from Clemson University. Yeah. At 24 years old, Watson has tickets either. Yeah, Deshaun Watson... He won a national championship when he was part of the Clemson Tigers. They beat Alabama. And then he got drafted in the NFL. He was the third quarterback taken after Chicago Bears took Mitch Trubisky. And the Kansas City Chiefs chose Patrick Mahomes. Actually, I think it was the opposite. Watson was taken before Mahomes. But Sean Watson was drafted by the Houston Texans. He's been in the league three seasons, and Watson has made the playoffs each year, and they finally won a playoff game with Watson last season when they beat the Buffalo Bills in a really tight, close game at home, and Watson finally got a playoff victory, and they almost made it to their first AFC championship in Houston Texans history, but as a lot of people know, they exploded against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes said the Texans' defense is garbage. 
and totally destroyed the whole entire team. And a lot of the blame, I'd say, goes on Bill O'Brien, that coach. I think he's a horrible head coach. And the Texans, they struggled. They ended up losing a, a big lead and lost to the Chiefs. But Deshaun Watson improving, getting better. I think it's possible he could make it to the AFC Championship, hopefully in the future. That would be really exciting. And Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, awesome quarterbacks drafted in that 2017 season. So that's fun. So moving on to number 15. And also according to the poll by fans, Deshaun Watson is the one they thought should be moved higher, which I can understand that. Yeah. 25%. Yep. It was closer than the last one. Close with the Austin Matthews and Jason Tatum uh, tying with 20% of the votes. Yeah. So, so yeah, you could put those three three ways, those three players. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, let's reshuffle. Let's go. Let's get to the next few. At number 15, coming up. I think we can both take this one if you want. Oh yeah, hold up. Let me get to the fifteenth one. Because we we both know we both know a lot about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, since we're at the halfway point, why don't we get into honorable mentions? Okay. So so Yahoo compiled a few in no particular order that just missed out. Whether that was uh you know because they're talking about someone with who just missed the age cutoff, which is kind of, I don't know what they really mean because uh, this person was uh, just turned 25. So I think, I uh, think, it's not like they're more past it. I think they basically have shut it down. So if they're even one day over 25, they're automatically eliminated. Because uh, I mean, I there's, so. there's a lot of athletes who are 25, like Shohei Otani on the LA Angels that I would have had on there, but. He's like 25, so I guess they didn't have him on there. I see. Because he deserved to be so, on there, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's start. This first person I was talking about is Rose LaBelle from the Washington Spirit. She's the girl who is known for scoring out of left field and impressing, I mean, not just us, um, Alex Morgan, who is really happy with her that famous celebration where it was almost like passing the proverbial torch to LaBelle for being like, you know, up and coming like um, superstar within the World Cup and just in general. So um, she, I have seen her before um, live and um, of course uh, an amazing player. And there's also Edmund Shabazian who we don't know too much about. No idea. Uh, as well as... Uh, I, I apologize to Mr. Shabian, but I don't know anything. Oh, well, in this case, 22 years old. He is a um, mixed martial artist. So oh. He is uh, part of the middleweight division in the UFC. 
So I'm gonna go mess with them and Sophia Kennan. Yeah. Also, she is test at, player. At 21 years old, the Russian American ranked number four in the Women's Tennis Association in the world. She's the reigning champion at the Australian Open. And also, what's her biggest accomplishment is the, being the youngest American to win a Grand Slam Women's Singles title since Serena Williams in 2002. Christian Coleman, also made it. At 24 years old, the track and field star sprinter competes in the 100-meter dash and 200-meter dash. He is the current world champion in the track and field, 100 meters. He was also a double medalist in the world championships in athletics in 2017, winning silver medals in both the 100-meter and four-time 4x100-meter four relay. He is on the Nike team. Kyler Murray, as well. Explain to us about Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray went to University of Oklahoma, won the Heisman, got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals as the number one overall pick. Fun fact, he also got drafted by the Oakland A's, so he's a dual professional athlete. But he decided, against a lot of advice from experts, to go with the NFL. Because he is under 6 feet, he's only 5'11", he doesn't weigh that much. But he had a good season. His rookie year and last season was perfectly good. But the Arizona Cardinals have been horrible. So he hasn't been able to be seen in big games yet. So I can't say to that effect. But from what I've seen, he's been perfectly good. I think he's on this list more for his potential than for what he's done. Mm, all right. Yeah. Then Ashley Barty. Yeah. She's won a Grand Slam final tennis player from Australia. She is ranked very high. I think she actually might. She's number one right now. She's ranked number one in women's tennis. And she is really good, too. I think the issue with this list is that they wanted to focus it in on sports that people watch, like, all day. Like, oh, basketball, basketball, NFL, oh, oh, more, more. But some of the players on, like, sports that aren't as watched as often, I think, missed the cut. Like, I would have had her... Maybe like t- t- number 24, I would have had her on the list. And another guy who was not even mentioned in the honorable mentions, which I think was insulting, is men's tennis player Alexander Zarev. He deserves to be at least mentioned honorably. He hasn't won a Grand Slam final yet, but he did make the semifinals of Australian Open this year. He's only 23. He's from Germany. He's looking a lot better. And I think he deserved to be on the list. So that's a complaint I have to the list. 
There's also Devin Haney. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I went on a tangent. Nah, that's all right. Which is partially why we also do this. <laughs> uh, well, Devin Haney, he is uh, a pro boxer. He's held the WBC, which is the World Boxing Council lightweight title since 2019. At only 21 years old, the San Francisco native is ranked at, as the world's third best active lightweight by the Ring magazine, fifth by the Transnational Boxing Rankings Board, and sixth by Box Rec. So competing in the lightweight division, he has a reach of 71 inches, which is very, uh, very good. Um, and uh, Floyd Mayweather recently trained with him, the legend himself, Money Mayweather, uh, with the young U.S. fighter. They're saying that uh, you know, huge potential. So there's not another one of those that have to do with that. And there's also Caleb Dreschel. Caleb Dreschel is an American. Freestyle and Butterfly Swimmer, the 23-year-old, specializes in sprint events. He currently re represents the Cali Condors, which is part of the International Swimming League. At 6'3", 192 pounds, the swimmer has Olympic medals from the 2016 Summer Olympics in swimming, of course, during the men's events of the 4x100-meter medley relay he comes from the university of, of florida and you know the strokes butterfly freestyle he's held world records so definitely deserving and the one who is mentioned first is ben simmons of the philly philadelphia philla whatever you want to call it philadelphia 76ers and I thought that he was closer to Joel Embiid's, his teammate's age, though. He is 23 years old, and the Australian um, 76er is really highly regarded. And he, of course, um, in the 2016 NBA draft, was the first overall pick, first round and he came from Louisiana State University. And, uh, yeah, any thoughts on Simmons? No, Ben Simmons has been good. There's always the complaint about his inability to shoot from distance has been a thing they've commented on. But he's been good. His team, I thought maybe they can make it at least the second round again this season. But, of course... The season is on hold, so we don't know. Correct. Yeah, he is a point guard and forward. Yeah, he can so, play he can play all the positions except like center. Correct. He's a two time NBA All Star last year and this rookie of the year in twenty eighteen. All rookie first team that same year, Gatorade National Player of the Year in twenty fifteen, Mesa Prep Player of the Year in twenty fifteen among other uh, awesome achievements. Uh, first team all of SEC 2016 as well. Um, so definitely. Okay. We're now going back to the main list. And we're now on number 
15, and that is Trey, Ice Trey. Yun. So Trey Young in his sophomore campaign, he's been one of the elite point guards in the NBA. And this soaring popularity has led him to be voted as an all-star starter. Which, fun fact, this made him the first Atlanta Hawks player since Dikembe Mutombo in 1998 to receive such an honor. Long distance, long range distance, shooting, dribbling artistry, and signature nutmegs. Yes, nutmegs are possible in the game of buckets, basketball that is. Uh, more than uh, also uh, in addition to in footy, which is record. So that's has a catapulted him to must-see status. Yeah, definitely an interesting character he is, too. And um, he was fourth in the league in scoring 29.6 points per game and second in assists with 9.3 during the 2019-2020 season at the age of 21. Yeah, so he recently had a birthday and still, you know, he's... One of the youngest on this list at 21. And with his electric play, the edge of the 6'1 guard, he doesn't shy away from engaging in trash talk, much like Jimmy G Buckets. The G stands for Gets. With the opposition and I guess only, yeah, being like very competitive, that's why they do it. <laughs> and, uh, which uh, Butler has explained. Um, his nutmegs have rubbed his much larger opponents. Yes, we can we can wholeheartedly agree with that. That he's been able to do that to the largest players in the NBA, and sometimes at the wrong ways. He's so yeah, he's one to not back down. He continues to break out the moves, and he plays with a fire. One that gets ignited, as it says here at any form of a slight. He saves articles and tweets of media members criticizing his game. So that's definitely a big help, as we mentioned earlier, with a certain other player that um, that's a good time, you know, 25, uh, you know, between that 25 and younger, you take notes and uh, take all the critique, the criticism, as you should. And Young, ironically, doing that. And he's always linked to Dallas Mavs star Luka Doncic, who, I mean, of course, this year's All-Star game, they're all over the place with, uh, you know, being in the rookie game and making some history, being, you know, some of the youngest players and being rookie sophomores, being a part of the um, Rising Stars game as well as the All-Star game. So... Lots of them, and of course, being in front of the UC, being able to see them uh, be featured probably on the, the graphics at the United Center, them being at the forefront, like um, in the perimeter throughout the weekend was really cool to see. And um, yeah, something Young hasn't experienced so far is that, you know, he's excelling um, personally, unlike, um, you know, 
Luka Doncic's been effectively with the team, so Young is expect is obsessed with proving people wrong, and that's no exception when it comes to proving who got the better end of their draft day slot. Young star potential is through the roof, and yeah, so I'd say like he's one of the unique ones. Is like is a combination like he made this uh, by potential as well as you know he's proven to be that you know basically becoming the default base of the Atlanta Hawks, and you know while playing with such legends as um, Vince Carter, and uh, you know being one. Um, you know, he could blossom into not only the league's best point guard, though a top-five talent. The Hawks haven't had a franchise-caliber player like Young since Dominique Wilkins was thrown down Tomahawks. And I took to be in good hands for a long time. This means, says. I could take this next one if you... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know a little... I know a little bit about this guy. Uh, yeah, Killian Mappe. I think that's how you pronounce it. And he's from France. Yeah, he's, he's from France. And the first time that I heard about him, knew about him, was the 2018 World Cup, which I watched when I was with the SoCal Catch in Orange County at my host mom's house. A real Sue. Sue Johnson, she loves soccer too, so we watched the World Cup while we were there. And I remember Mappe, Killian Mappe playing with La Blues, and he was very good. Multiple goals. I remember him scoring some goals, and I remember him helping France win the final against Croatia. I thought France was going to win. I thought it was going to be a little bit closer. I thought Croatia maybe had a chance because no one expected them to make it to the final. But I think France was too much with Miape and then the other guys. They have other stars too on the France club. And he's currently with Paris Saint-Germain, who's helped them in the Champions League. And according to this offer, Doug McIntyre, there's buzz he could go to Real Madrid to explosive 200 million plus deal and there's lots of more potential for him in his career mm -hmm. I want you to take this next one as well okay as NFL is here forte yeah NHL the I next know, Matt forte we miss you the next guy on this list is Connor McDavid greatest hockey player Currently playing in the NHL. He's faced in the NHL. He is going to always be assumed and named with Mike Trout of the Los Angeles Angels, who has both our greatest players in their respective leagues, but both of them have had zero playoff success, basically, due to their teams not being able to help them. For example, Connor McDavid, he's been in the league five seasons now, and he's only been able to make the playoffs once. And they won a playoff series. So they won one, unlike Mike Trout, who's not won one yet. But Conor McDavid, they won one playoff series. He's been excellent. And he is not only one of the greatest currently, he's one of the greatest maybe top 10 all time. And Conor McDavid's going to keep getting better. 
I think this list screwed up. I think he should be top five for sure. I don't know why he's only 13. That doesn't make sense to me. He's won many accolades so far. I think they had him low because the offers don't know how to rate hockey players. Because I didn't really like either ranking for either one. I think they just don't know how to rank them. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what to do. So let's put them in like those places. <laughs> yeah, so McDavid is at 23 years of age. And previously, Mbappe is 21 years old. So... I guess I'll take the next guy too. Sure. <laughs> These next two ones. Your they're all me. Game. I feel I feel bad, but they're they're all me though. Yeah, this is definitely been uh, the the these segments at least the yeah hot show. <laughs> okay, next guy on this list is Cody Bellinger. He has been great. He's also been a guy who's successfully used the launch angle to his advantage where his goal is to launch the ball out, out of the park. And he's used that style of swing really successfully. It's caught on a lot recently. And Cody Bellinger won MVP last season. He's also made it to the All-Star game a couple times. And he has become even better as of late. And Cody Bellinger, very enjoyable. He's also a cool guy. Off the field too, and he's one of the best players in baseball. And his Dodgers team should already have a ring. That's my opinion. They should have won against the Astros. They just couldn't. And then the next the next year they were outmatched, so that was okay. But he should win a ring eventually. The Dodgers should. They have to because their team is very talented. And he. Is going to get even better. So, Cody Bellinger. Yeah, he is also mentioned specifically here. Also, again, Mike Trout. Yeah. He stands to be the ML, the major national league version of Mike Trout. And uh, at 24 years old, he's definitely on his way to being Trout. National league, at least. <laughs> Up next at number 11 is Naomi Osaka. Take it away, CJ. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. She is very good. She came on the scene when she beat Serena Williams in the 2018 U.S. Final. She also won the 2019 Australian Open as well. And she's from Japan. She goes under the Japanese flag. One of the greatest Japanese tennis players the other people you can mention who have been great Japanese tennis players are Lee Na. She was also good. But I think Naomi Osaka's passing her soon. And yeah. Ki Nishikori on the men's side, he also has been pretty good. But he has not won a final yet. And Naomi Osaka already has two. So I think she can pass him too. And interesting, yeah. recently she went on Twitter and talked about her shyness in an article that she's dealt with crippling shyness. And I know she's always been quieter than some of the women's test players or test players. Yeah. 
but I didn't realize she had that much of anxiety and shyness. But she has the rest of the season to keep going. I'm excited for Nomi Osaka. And she's also cool off the court, too. That's good. On May 4th, she actually tweeted out. Yeah. There's one tweet that's embedded here mm -hmm. on this list. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You... So Naomi said, I'm done being shy. It's really a waste of my time. I could have shared so many ideas by now. I could have had combos with so many different people, all the things that I could have learned, face palm emoji, but no, I'm over here actually putting my own limiter on myself. So Osaka at, uh, let's see what age, give me a second. She's young, she's like 22 or 20, she's young. Just a brief interruption. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Did you did you figure out what age she was? I believe she was like 21. 21. She's like 21. We'll, we'll move on. We'll say 21. Yeah. Um, what's also very intriguing about her is that, like I said before off air, that she, like, you're like, all right, we assume that she was Japanese, first impression. Though she um, is of... Japanese Haitian ancestry. So um, that is definitely, uh, you know, again, makes this very diverse and uh, she's on the rise. And uh, as for the poll, Connor McDavid, unsurprisingly, uh, was voted by fans as the one at this part to be ranked higher. Myself After included. Knows all about that. I voted for him, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before we even saw that, you uh, you agreed already. Once <laughs> you saw it, so yeah. So moving on, on that note, we and, have uh, you know more. Yeah. So stay tuned for the top ten. We're gonna take a quick, short break to get more prepared. So stay tuned. Coming up very yeah. soon. Hey fans, we're back here on the Bullnox Sports Show. We're trying to finish up our list that we look on Yahoo Sports 25 best athletes under 25. Now we're on number 10. And this man was the front runner for NBA Rookie of the Year before the season is on hiatus, postponed for a while. Not Zion Williamson. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but. It is John Morant, and he is a star for the Memphis Grizzlies. Basically, he's already the best player. Now that Michael Conley's gone, Marcus Saul's gone, Randolph gone, and John Morant's their best player now. He's electrified the city of Memphis, and they probably would have made the playoffs maybe as eighth seed with John Morant leading them to the playoffs. And he's also been really good. Good ball hitter, good passer. He's a fun guy to watch. I like 
John Morant, and he's number 10 on this list. I haven't really seen too much, uh, I mean, comparing between you and I of him, though, um, from no. what I've seen thus far, I, I like him too. And, I... uh, you know, he's uh, says here that he's plenty of players can master the intricacies of the pick and roll. Yeah. Morant, I believe it's worth mentioning this part too. Morant, forgive the semi spiritual aside, carries with him a magnetism that can change how a franchise sees itself and how a city sees a franchise. A kind of swagger that can make a team full of kids want to kick veteran Andre Iguodala's ass for not <laughs> wanting to play with them. And That's his problem. At 20 years. Yep. At 20 years old, Mr. Demetrius Jamal Morant is on the rise for the Grizzlies. And would you say that Morant is on his way of being the guy for the Grizzlies? Yeah, I'd say so. John Morant and Dylan Brooks are both very good. And they're definitely good enough without adding pieces to be an eighth or seventh seed in the West, in my opinion. As opposed to just a guy, as in Lonzo Ball. Well, Lonzo Ball is not as good as John Morant, so sorry. He's like the fourth guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know. He's like, he's like four or three, yeah, somewhere on he does. He does have his like surprise. He does surprise us though at times. The last one we were like covering uh, NBA games. So. Yeah. So uh, his again, his actual first name is actually is uh, Demetrius Tongue Twister. Interesting. Ugh. Of course. And then I guess he wants he's this is shortened middle name, which is Jamel, and thus Ja. All right. So that is is uh, the twenty year old superstar. Up next would be also your your guy to cover. <laughs> At number nine and is, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number nine is uh, Saquon Barkley, star for the New York. Football Giants. He was the number two overall pick in 2018. Won Rookie of the Year with 2,000 yards from scrimmage, 15 touchdowns on a below-average Giants team. And he's not a problem with him. His Giants teams have been horrible, so they have not been able to make the playoffs with Saquon Berkeley yet. But hopefully soon they can. Because it's always annoying when a player who's really talented, really good, can't make the playoffs because the team around them's atrocious. But with Daniel Jones, the quarterback, will he improve? Not sure. He was okay last season. I wasn't blown away, but we'll see. And he's a running back, so there is always the concern. His career will last only till about 30 years old and he'll retire. But... Hopefully injuries don't play a part. And he's fun to watch just on the field. I don't know a lot about him off the field, but on the field, Saquon Barkley is one of the most fun NFL players to watch. 
that's right. And, and next. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you have more? No, that was that was it. I was just gonna say we're moving uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know like we transition because you take a pause. Number eight is Katie Ledecky, the twenty-three-year-old out of Washington D.C. currently represents the D.C. Trident at the International Swimming League (ISL), and she is a powerhouse out there uh you know it's very similar to how michael phelps is um you know at six feet tall she has won five olympic gold medals and 15 world championship gold medals the most get this the most in history for a female swimmer so that is a lot more comparing to uh you know missy franklin among others that are well known um, you know, that includes swimming at the 2012 Summer Olympics, the women's 800 meter freestyle, more, as, as well as the 2016 Summer Olympics, and most recently 2019 World Aquatics. She is, yep, um, so in 2012, she was at 15 years old. She uh, did had a world record. Uh, you know, she took the lane of uh, alongside the world record holding favorite Rebecca Adlington and got off to fast start. BBC commentators began the face the race focused on Adlington and assumed the upstart teenager Ledecky would fade as the race went on, though that wasn't to be. She ended up, the teenager ended up leading by entire body length, more laps, and she was still on a world record pace. By the end of that, at London, London 2012, she had crushed the Olympic field like it was a high school swim meet. So that speaks highly of that. And then with four gold medals and a silver in Rio de Janeiro, that is Rio 2016 Olympics, she was the most decorated female athlete when she was still below drinking age. More importantly, she won the 400 and 800 meter freestyle golds by a total of 10.45 seconds. The winners of the equivalent male events prevailed by a combined 1.36 seconds. Who knows what could have happened in Tokyo this year. Four more years of experience, especially since the Olympics added the, what sounds like is a brand new 1500 meter freestyle event. Ledecky won by a comical 18 seconds at the 2017 World Championships to its program for the first time. No athlete in the world is more dominant, obviously dominant, than Ledecky. When she spends a quarter of a minute lounging at the end of the pool while waiting, watching the rest of the world's best swimmers compete for second, even at the highest levels of distance, has shown no one comes close when it, she's on. So she is legendary. Just like the next person at the quote unquote lucky position of number seven, Christian 
McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he is a star for the Carolina Panthers. He attended Stanford, which I've been to a Stanford football game when Andrew Luck was on the team back in 2011. It's 2011. I haven't seen, I never saw Christian McCaffrey play because that was, I was already gone from California. But very good for the Carolina Panthers. Now their best player. And he was not even the first running back drafted in 2017. That was Leonard Fournette. He was the first one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He has not been, he's been good too, but injuries have been a problem. But Christian McCaffrey's been really good so far. He made the Pro Bowl and he's only 24 years old. All Pro honors too. Also, he's a great catch. Pass catcher and a great runner, so he can do both, which is very valuable because some running backs can only run. Some, their running ability isn't the greatest, but they're better passers, catch pass catchers. But McCaffrey can do it all for the Carolina Panthers. And with him and now Teddy Bridgewater, I think this team can get to a little bit better than they were last season, but they still have a way to go. Still probably the fourth best team in their division. So they still have a while to go, but Christian McCaffrey is still vital for them. And the next person on this list is one that DJ Benny the Bull will definitely choose. All right. This next individual is the one that is from the NCAA Division I in its own right, the 2K, 1K, 1K club. Group of one, one woman mentioned here. The overall number one draft pick in the WNBA draft this year, which reached its highest viewership in history, despite being virtual, as apparently it has been virtual most times, though this year especially being distant. Many can hold their distance, yet this person does in her own right. And that number six, that is the Sabrina Ionescu. Yes, you can say that I, there's no I in team, yet she's the one who carries her Oregon Ducks to the top of their division. So New York Liberty's first overall pick overall last month during the draft. She was a headline player. And of course, we discussed her in previous episodes during, before, during, and after the draft. So we definitely covered base on Sabrina, she, um, uh, both CJ and I, we off air dis- uh, discussed this one. Um, believe that this this has to be because of potential, as she, we don't believe that she sh- should be on this list quite yet. Yet, you know, tw- the twenty two year old, you know, 
just entered WNBA. It's not quite fair since she hasn't played a single game there. That doesn't take away from her being, you know, we can uh, say that she is a beast out there, you know. Um, and, you know, a lot of hype coming around, and we hope that she can live up and, you know, perhaps exceed all of that. So, um, you know, he's been having, uh, you know, turned heads by some of the greatest players from Diana Taurasi and her Team USA cohort to the NBA's Kobe, LeBron, and Steph Curry. Of course, as it says here, you know, time of excitement, the postponement for, um, you know, it's like for a long WNBA career, as most players are possibly every single player that enters from a draft is um, said to be. Um, yeah, so she is set to be a big star for the Liberty. And, you know, potential, she's uh, though limited to, by a new young roster, first year head coach as well, the Liberty is. Um, she'll have on her league. She's looking to have impactful uh, first time in first season in the league. And, uh, you know, that's very good. Um, lots of pressure. Um, question is how she will handle the defensive pressure of professionals every night. What will her new normal offensive contribution be at the stat box? How will that push the notoriously competitive star? And that's the word with her. If you want to pick one word to describe Sabrina, and that is competitive. And one more that just what impact will she continue to have on the game as a whole with James Curry and a growing list of NBA names in her corner. So, you know, that's, that's high right there. If you get, um, you know, that support from, from those names that I just mentioned within the, men's division, the, the NBA. And that is Sabrina at number six. We have the last, the final five, which includes one member of the final five, which we'll get into very shortly. And we're on the final five on the list. And number five is one of the best players in the NBA, even though he's only really young, 21 years old. But that's Luka Doncic from Slovenia. He played at Real Madrid, won Euro League MVP, also won NBA Rookie of the Year. He started in 2018 when he's drafted by the Mavericks. And it says in this article by Ryan Young, most people have never heard of him, myself included. But now he has taken the NBA by storm. 22 triple doubles of his career so far, setting a Mavericks record. And he's the next long line of European players for the Mavericks to pay off in a big way. Think Dirk Nowitzki, now Luka Doncic, and also Chris Stapps Porzingis as well from Latvia are also another European star in the Mavericks. And the Mavericks 
looking good with Doncic and Porzingis for the foreseeable future. I think they can easily make it to the playoffs deeper future. I don't know if they would have won a playoff series this playoffs just because I think teams like ahead of them, like the Denver Nuggets or along those lines, might have been too much. The Clippers, Lakers, probably Clippers or Lakers might have been too much. But I think they can win in the future. Yeah, I, be, I believe Luca would get lost in the shuffle if he was on the Lakers currently. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, someone who is very versatile, uh, you know, has made a big splash, long awaited at number four. Very high up, very high honor. Uh, definitely came with hype. Um, you know, you know, just like how Sabrina is. And, you know, he's definitely on his way. So uh, Zion Williamson at number four, the electric Zion finally debuted. His debut was delayed due to an injury. That was an injury that kept him from uh, coming. So he eventually did. And, uh, you know, they're saying maybe second to Patrick Mahomes once he realized Zion's early games were no fluke. So he has so far exceeded expectations. And it's just been 19 games for him. Like I mentioned earlier, he was part of the NBA All-Star Festivities events. The part of the weekend is part of the the Rookies game, also known as the Rising Stars game. And as if we're watching the, like CJ would know, the Loch Ness Monster come to life. <laughs> He inspires imagination, a imagination. Shout out to one of my favorite wrestlers, Jeff Hardy, who recently came back full time. And he is in anticipation of his next feat, whether he propels over himself over a defender to the rim or volleyball spikes a shot into the second row. And yeah, he's definitely known for, you know, being a blocker and, um, and also a, a dunker. You know, coming out of nowhere, or he is so, I mean, he is like, I guess, considered average tall in a way, is the best way to put it. Though he's definitely has a big presence, as many big guys are, and uh, you, you'll notice if he dunks over you, though, if you come out of nowhere, just like Kobe would, the Black Mamba strikes. So his second leaps are quicker and most thunderous. And again, that's that'll be the word I would use if you ask me one word to describe him: thunderous, possessing any ability to get to the ball before opposing players can get their paws near it. At only 19 years old, the six foot six Zion Latif, his middle name Williamson, plays the power forward position for the New Orleans. Pelicans, I'm sure all of you have heard by now. Though he increasingly, and this one is very unique, like came kind of like, you know, based potential, you know, off air we were saying that he would have been number one if we were to guess. Um, more so CJ, though, you know, he's more of the expert in <laughs> with the Pelicans. Uh, though, you know, same team with uh, Lonzo Ball, you know, not a bad mix to be in and uh you know he 
He can survey a crowd, understand it. It expects him to put on a show and provide that singular moment. He brings it, which means that Hemis has the makings for an MBA of an MBA ambassador to carry the league's flag into the next decade. Who knows if this his career is built for the long run or if he's a, he'll be a supernova designed to capture us for just a short time. However long it is, it will be memorable and unforgettable, Vincent Goodwill said. And next, at, down to the top three, this list in descending order at number three is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Not bad for a running back, as many say. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's starting quarterback, not running back, but quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. He's the successor to Joe Flacco, longtime Super Bowl winning QB. And Lamar Jackson went to the University of Louisville. A lot of people thought he was just a running back. He couldn't throw. He was too weak. But he's shown he can throw and run. Kind of reminds me of a Cam Newton-style runner, passer. And a lot of times those, some caution, a lot of times the quarterbacks that do the most running have the least success. But Jackson has had success so far. He's taken the Ravens to the playoffs two times. Both times he's been there. Then when they made it to the wild card against the LA Chargers and lost, and then last season, when they made it to the AFC Championship against the Tennessee Titans, who, frankly, they should have beat. But the Titans were on fire. Ryan Tannehill was possessed by unnatural forces. And a team coming off just beating the Patriots felt really good about themselves. And they just came out and beat Lamar Jackson. And I think they can make the playoffs again next year. I don't know why that wouldn't happen. So Lamar Jackson, he's very electrifying. And now we move to probably the greatest athlete in her sport in all of gymnastics. And DJ Benny Bull, do you want to take this one? Of course. I surely will. Just like Lamar Jackson, who we mentioned, you know, he's is a beast out there and uh he is the second player to receive the unanimous selection for NFL yes, Most right. Valuable Player. And just like Lamar Jackson, this next 23-year-old is, without a doubt, the greatest Olympic just world champion gymnast in the world. And that is Simone Biles. So the best in the world in gymnastics, the sport of gymnastics, off air we agreed that, you know, we, we somehow we guessed that one of the gymnastics superstars, one of uh, a gymnast would definitely make it. Yeah, I thought she'd make like the top five the and US. she did. Yeah. So here we are. And Biles has sewn up the GOAT title at an age when most of us are still trying to figure out what we're what we're best at, or at least what we're good at. She's just four foot eight, yet she is mighty out there. So 
I think of the word, you know, strong when I see Simone. You know, it's definitely she's more than proved that uh, definitely I've seen her. I've always watched her during the Olympics and um, the times that NBC Olympics are on for competitions, I will see her. And, you know. Sadly, you have to wait till next year. Yeah, well, for the next Olympics. So, um, so yeah, she possesses fearlessness, willingness to push gymnastics to next new levels. She has four skills named after her, meaning she was the first to successfully complete them in a major competition and are so complicated. Others haven't yet been able to do them at meets. She became actually fun fact a gymnast by chance after her daycare took a field trip to a local gym and the owner took notice of her natural ability. It would have been impossible to predict what she'd become. However, yeah, she became a member of the senior national team at age 16 and after last fall's performance, 2019 that is, at the world championships, she now has 25 medals at the event, more than any gymnast in history since her tour de force at from the 2016 Rio Olympics. She shined and she became an endorsement and social media darling propelled by her success and huge smile. So yeah, definitely every time I see um, Biles, definitely I smile as well. And definitely doing our nation um, right by, uh, you know, by a long a long, you know, she's had a long career and uh, no time of, of quitting. That is not in her vocabulary. She continues to push the boundaries for gymnastics. And uh, I'm sure that um, that our guest, uh, Monica, looks up to her and, uh, you know, it possibly will Monica come out of retirement. Uh, though, yeah, uh, different, di- different uh, gymnastic disciplines yep yet uh you know simone is continuing to push the pace for all athletes and i say she is very deserving to make the top three of this list and now we move to the final one on this list we have two minutes to finish it and that is patrick mahomes and only 24 years old yeah, only a few things that need to be said. Drafted after Mitchell Trubisky, one MVP, 50 touchdown season, 5,000 yard season, one a Super Bowl after he finally ended the Kansas City Chiefs 50 year Super Bowl drought. Great quarterback, my favorite quarterback, and can't wait to see him win more Super Bowls. And he's super awesome off the field as well. And Pat Mahomes, this is the cool guy. Ben Great, he deserves to be number one. DJ Benny Bull might not agree, but that is okay with me. I think he deserves to be one on the list. Pat Mahomes. And and as this offer says, it's impossible to dislike him, which I do agree. (laughs) And thanks for listening to this list of the 25 athletes under 25 years old, TJ Benable and I greatly enjoy talking about these 25 athletes. And 
Stay tuned for about five yeah, minutes stay more. Tuned for more. Yeah, about five or ten minutes more, and then we'll call episode twenty-three closed. We're back. Final comments. Final few thoughts. I have a few final thoughts. TJ Benable has a final few thoughts. And then we're going to wrap up this episode in less than five minutes. Go first, TJ Benable. Oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say the last dance already is over, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, before all of this, I actually thought that the last dance was basically like geared towards like, oh, this is really like Jordan the Bulls being their last dance. Like this is only for them. It's like I didn't know that this was gonna be become, becoming a their original. You know, like it's gonna be. The last dance for other athletes too, so. Um, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, although one of those first said that this was going to be something major, so I believe it was many moons ago when we mentioned that the news came that Jordan was going to get this docu series. So of course, um, this hit uh, Michael Jordan docu series will re-air each week, so it's going to be on a week weekly basis, um, starting this Saturday, which is uh, today, tonight. Just like its original run on ESPN, series will air two weekly episodes. So again, uh, here's the schedule. So tonight, episodes one and two, as I mentioned, then next week, Saturday, May 30th, episodes three and four. Then Saturday... So all these are on Saturday, so June 6th, episodes 5 and 6, June 13th, episodes 7th and 8th, and June 20th, episodes 9 and 10. And then it's over. A secret version of The Last Dance aired on ESPN2, while an uncensored one ran on ESPN. The ABC, however, will receive the clean cut of the show. So, from that, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what that's supposed to mean, you know. Maybe it means to cut out the cussing. So, the sensitive version as well, perhaps. Maybe they mean, like, Michael Jordan would be like, beep, beep, and then this one, they're like, yeah. it's just all cut out. Yeah, I mean, you can 
exactly swear. I mean, there's certain words that have been able to go by, just like, you know, ass, asshole. <laughs> sure. Or uh, bitch, you know, those oh, yeah. have, have been uh, okayed by the, uh, I guess, FCC. And uh, now we have to make this episode explicit. That that has been the case. So the last dance chronicled the. If you haven't heard, of course, this is all about Jordan. So the outstanding basketball career of Jordan and his six NBA championships, the double three peaks with the Chicago Bulls, which is the main sports topic the sports team that we cover on this podcast. After the final two episodes aired on Sunday, which they kept up last Sunday, the show became the most watched documentary on ESPN ever. So that means that it beats up their, uh, it beats up their regular hit, the E60, which is uh, sort of similar. But I believe this one um, must have been done way better because... From what I've heard, uh, this is very much more interesting than many of those E60s. Uh, although, not to get too much into that, um, so this just went down some like stats and like how many like viewers. Though they're saying that all, on ESPN, all ten episodes drew an average of 5.6 million viewers, and this. Yeah, so ESPN's co-produced the Netflix with the series with Netflix, in which the streamer will add it to its content library in July. Although you don't have to wait for Netflix all the way down then to get spoiled. If you haven't been in a know, that's good. Um, till then, because you got ABC starting shortly. Actually, by the time you listen to this, it's a few hours away, so uh, every Saturday you can fire up that popcorn or whatever other snack that you have and, and start watching it, so yeah, I'm sure they're going to make like a steel book of this, put it in DVD, Blu-ray form, 4K, whatever you want to call it these days, um, you know, just, and of course, digital through Netflix, so you don't have to wait, so that's good news from tonight. Um, and of course, you're going to get the never-before-seen footage and modern-day interviews, which is really what many are looking forward to because Jordan's not really stepped out in the spotlight. He hardly gives back. Uh, I mean, he doesn't really he wants to like kind of forget Chicago, so it's going to be interesting to see what he says about that. Um, the Last Dance gave an unparalleled glimpse into Jordan's rise to superstardom, and Variety breaks down several of the best moments here, which you can, within this article here, uh, they have one of the best top moments, as well as memes coming out from Michael Jordan. And that is um, The Last Dance. So tune in tonight on ABC, during primetime at 7 local time. Also, a quick cross-programming headline. If you have seen The Last Dance or want a good rundown of The Last Dance, 
listen to the Osho podcast on Belly Up Sports, hosted by our friend Jack O'Hara. He sat down with also another one of my friends, Neil Aldano, where they car native Neil Aldano, where they talked in depth on the Last Dance, and that was a few episodes ago. So the Last Dance we covered extensively on that. If you can't wait for coverage. And thanks, everyone, for listening to the Mohawk Sports Show, episode 23. We're thinking of hosting some sort of fun extravaganza when we get to episode 25 to celebrate halfway to 50. And some options we've been considering are doing fun special episodes on sports that we love the most. We'll have to see. I did not tell Jay-Z Benny Bull this idea at all. It's all off the cuff. But stay tuned for more fun episodes coming in the future. Our goal is yeah, to... And also, yeah. yeah, also a fun uh, programming note, too, uh, which is that we... CJ's good friend, Julia Gartman. Is that how you say her last name? Fortman. Fortman. Yeah, Julia Fortman has provided our brand new intro theme song for this podcast. So, but I mean, by the time you listen, you have heard it. So, you guys no. are in for a treat. We have one that's supposed to be paying tribute to uh, the Bulls and Blackhawks uh, themes, sounds, in a way. Yes, so if you listen to the episode I did, The Imperfect Game, that was released this Wednesday, that's the first episode to feature the new theme song at the beginning and at the end. So watch that episode if you need to hear our new theme song. Alrighty. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Be smart. Have fun. Because a lot of things are opening. Stay creative. Be safe. Stay safe. And... Don't forget, or feel free to let call us or text us, whatever. If you need to talk sports, we're here for you. Yeah, you can also leave a voice note. Yeah, voice message, within, yeah. Within the episode, like being a guest. Okay, and talk to you later. Bye.